you, you said something about, you know, learning sets me on fire. It, it sets me on fire. It does set me on fire. But equally, I think the sharing of the learning sets other people on fire. And if, if we can do that, that to me is, is golden. We had a good conversation the other day about um, the importance of environment and and the process of change. Mm. So it's kind of like it's, this is connected now to what we're saying, but it's kind of shifting ever so slightly. Um, and I just want to, you know, for the for the listener, there's a lot of things that have happened this year. Everyone's life is kind of. Uh, turned to a different angle it might have gone 360 it might have gone 90 it might have gone five degrees you know it's different for all of us in many different ways um but the importance of environment for people who perhaps have gripped an opportunity so this learning opportunity they've got a mentor they've got new wisdom they've got more balance in their life than they've ever had They've got some qualifications, they've got a new CV, they're blazing a bit of a trail, but then they go back home and their mm. environment is no different. And you and I have had loads of conversations about this and we've even experienced it ourselves. You know, I, I come from South Wales, I've got a massive working class family and um, there's some fud- funny idiosyncrasies about my family that I don't think will ever change and I don't want them to change. But it's about how do we cope with that? How do we cope with people in the world around us who are not evolving at the same rate? And, that, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. That's just life over. Um, but but here we we have we've evolved. We've got post traumatic growth, or we've got a new insight. But then we go home, or we go back to a work environment, and that all still feels the same. So what do we do when we get that, Mark? What's the deal? Personally, and I can, I can, I can share a story around that. Actually, um, again, I'm a Bristolian and I love my city and where I grew up and, and all the stuff that goes with that. And I had friends that, that I was at school with who, who I thought were world of, and. I, my early years of being in the Navy, having left training, and, and I, I was based at Yeovilton, and I used to come home every weekend to play rugby and, and maybe meet a girlfriend or two, well, not at the same time, obviously, but, you know, um, I had one or two friends of the female persuasion, and I'd come home, and, I, and I'd want to want to come and be, be around my mates, and, and we'd play rugby on a Saturday afternoon, we'd have a few beers afterwards, more than a few for some, and then we go uptown and and mostly end up in a little bit of a sort of fracas with with an, another area of the of the city, and you know it's nonsense, but it was fun. It was fun. The local pub, the, the George and the Lifeboat, the two pubs in Shirehampton Village, and uh, we used to go from one to the other, and it was, ah, it was I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing, but I was going away every so often on on trips and, and coming back, having been. You know, to Scandinavia and Sweden, Denmark and Norway and Finland, and and had a wonderful time. 
and and I come back and my mates would be still sat in the same seats, drinking the same stuff, having you know, and saying, "Where have you been, Mark?" And I say, three months away. I've been here, there, and everywhere." Oh, that's amazing. That's fantastic. And I look at them and think, "What have you been doing? Where have you been? And what, how have you grown?" And they'd be relating the same stories, you know, rugby or whatever it was, and we'd been uptown and said, oh, I should have seen us in all Westcott, whatever it might have been. And I thought, my God, at 20 years old, at 20 years old, having been doing that for sort of three years, I guess, um, you know, the, the trips home and, and, and seeing these guys in the same place. I remember going away, when I was like, no, in fact, 19 years old, we went on a 10-month deployment or it was 10 months out of the country anyway. And going home, going home around the Christmas time, and these people are still sat in the same places, in the same pub, and I thought, I'm not doing this anymore. This is going to stop my development. I didn't think about development. I just thought, I'm not doing this anymore. There's more, much more of interest with where I was be at Plymouth, Portsmouth, traveling with my friends to different cities, Newcastle, um, uh, Sunderland, uh, Liverpool, you know, th that was much more, for me, much more enjoyable. So what I say to people who are, who are, who go back to the same environment to see the same people doing the same thing. And those people, by the way, they don't want you to change. They don't want you to grow. They don't want you to develop because if they, if you change, that means their life has to change as well. And in most places, they're comfortable with what they do. Whether it's good or bad, guys, they're comfortable with what they do. So I would say change, find, you know, find new people or encourage the people that you have to live with to go on a journey. Because there's nothing to stop them from enjoying what you've enjoyed. Yeah. Um. And I'm sat here thinking, <laughs> always thinking a bit technically, but um, I've written down, and you'll know what this means, FIDIC, we call it FIDIC, yeah. and it's about the frequency, F for frequency, mm. D for duration, mm. I is for intensity, and C is yeah. for context. So, so apply that formula to those situations that perhaps we find ourselves in, which are a little bit intense or a little bit... Uh, repetitive or um, mm. I've changed and they haven't and I'm not sure if I like this anymore so so by using that formula we can it's a it's a bit of a coping strategy isn't it to um, mm. but yeah you're right give them a little bit of what you've got because they might like it yeah yeah absolutely I'm working I'm still working on the Welsh <laughs> <laughs> some of them are on the journey mate some of them are on the I journey. know I know I've got my sister listening to these conversations so we're all good there we're all good right so this is good now because I, 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 this is all going the way I want it to go can the next thing the next thing that I want to talk about is yeah. balance because um again once again people will have met us in that learning environment where they're they're coming through an induction experience and we get to talk to them about having more balance in their life and how does having that help you learn new stuff or relearn old stuff but get better, deeper, wider insights. Um, and, and as we know, when the wheels on our vehicle 
are not pumped up properly or they've got a bit of a puncture or they're a bit worn in certain areas you don't get such a smooth ride and you can't go through life without having a bit of that um but i do know that there are some amazing parts to your story we could really talk for about six weeks on all of it but there's one event in particular that i'm i'm thinking about here as i'm talking about this um and that was an event that happened last year i was with you and um, so were lots of the people that really love you look up to you um they're people that have worked for you we had one of our biggest clients that we've worked with for six consecutive years we were delivering the final day an eight-day piece of work and it was the final day we're in the final hour of delivery and um we were really pleased with how it had gone bigger numbers than ever and um there was something that popped up in my mind that said where the hell is martin he should be here at this point in time and he's missing he's missing missing from action and at that point somebody put their hands on my shoulder and said lou you better come quick so i wondered whether it would be all right for you to mention a little bit about what happened Mm. next yeah um it was an interesting time wasn't it uh, a really interesting time uh, and a shock for for me for sure uh, as it was for those around us um i had a bleed uh internal uh, bleed and i was pouring blood from my rectum and and i i, I didn't i had no no idea no idea i'd had a bit of a stomach ache in the afternoon um, I'd done my normal last event thing with the with the with the with the big client, and and it'd gone well. Um, but my belly was rumbling, and I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go down and pack a few boxes away, get ready to pack up, and then I'll go back up and and finish off. Um, before I know it, I'm I'm I've face planted. Uh, collapsed. Uh, I, was, I was bleeding, uh, and uh, they call it syncope. And and yeah, I, I blacked out because blood was pouring out of me, and from my from my from my brain, I was lacking blood, and I fell over, cracked cracked my face open, bleeding from the nose, my face. Unfortunately, my teeth stayed intact, but um, I. The, uh, the, the staff at the centre we were working at uh, discovered me and uh, there was a big pool of blood and they were saying, uh, we're going to call the ambulance. And I said, no, no, you don't need to call the ambulance. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. I'll just go and have a little sit down. And one of the guys, who, some of you will know, uh, one of our colleagues, Neil, um, was there and he helped me up. I know that Lou appeared on the scene and then, Kerry appeared on the scene and um, I, he helped me up. I said, just get, get help me in. And I, and I collapsed again. And uh, that's when I realised that this was quite a serious situation. Um, people were running around, buzzing around. I was in and out of consciousness. And, uh, but I was able to talk, um, talk through what, where it was coming from and, 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 
what I had mentioned to Kerry a couple of days ago, I think. Um, anyway, the the ambulance came. Um, there was a, I don't know if it was a blue light or whatever, but I know that there were sort of 200 whatever people leaving the marquee, which I'd supposed to have wrapped up as a, as a, and you see me do my wrap ups, I'm sure for some of, some of, some of you will have done. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just an interesting, interesting period of time. The interesting thing for me is how, as the person in the middle of all that, it's just what it is. You know, it's happening to you. You, you just live it. I can imagine for those looking in, pool of blood, lots, lots of blood, face bleeding. Um, it must have been hell. It must have been hell for them. Uh, and, and when I look at it now, uh, or when I looked at that post, post experience, it must have been flipping horrendous. You know, because this person, me, who's fit, strong, still, still, still working out, doing what he does, um, never, never getting ill, never having colds, flus, or anything like that. All of a sudden, he looks mm. like he's on, on the flipping edge of uh, edge of death. I think you know. Yeah. Oh, well, it, there were certainly some interesting thought processes running through my head and and weirdly enough that day we talked about having a christmas party and your retirement all tongue-in-cheek mm. should we have a christmas party or not when are you going to retire well i'll retire when you're 50 lou and we had all this this fun and games and and jokey jokey behavior and then all of a sudden oh we've got a real incident now that we're we've got to find our way through and um it yeah i think helpful and helpless all come to mind in that situation because they're you I, I certainly in my mind it was about how can I add any value here what is it that I can do that that will make a difference um, and some of that is very logistical and transactional and some of that I, I don't know not a lot of that actually it didn't feel like that at the time it was particularly transformational um, but I, I can remember being faced with a team of 40 people who come and work for us every year at this event. And again, some of these people are going to listen to this. This is the first time that we've, we've had this conversation in this way about it. And they're going to listen to this and perhaps gain a little bit more insight into what it meant, how it panned out, etc. Um, and... I can remember stood in front of them saying, um, well, Martin's in an ambulance and I'm, I haven't got anything I can tell you because <laughs> I don't really know which way this is going to go. And I say that with a bit of a laugh now, but it's, it's perhaps a bit of a nervous laugh because at the time it was a really nerve wracking thing to have to do. And we talk to these people, res, uh, present to these people, brief them, talk to them about the design that we're rolling out etc all the time and then here i am having to talk to them very nervously about something that's happening which i have absolutely no clue as to where it's going to end um and so and then you know and the good news is that you have a clean bill of health now you've recovered you've had, had a good old sign off from a top doctor and um and you've since got that balance wheel that health a health wheel if you like 
up and running like it's never been running before. Um, yeah, and you, and you know, Lula, I, I've <clears throat> the balance wheel is, was a was a revelation when I first came across it many years ago, and 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 I was heavily into health and wellness and stuff like that, and 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 things like that. the biggest takeaway for me from that situation and it's a yes this is horrible it was and it was it was for any number of people um but is there anything good that has come from it and and again it just refocuses your mind um on on how fragile we as human beings are physically equally it's, it's a dichotomy because on one hand we are very strong and, and like like solid oak trees but on the other hand you know we're we're, we're fragile and uh, so the, the 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 great thing that came from that is I need to treat myself with a little bit more respect you know uh, and recognize that I'm not indestructible because, you know what, I I, I felt like it most probably was. You know, I was 65 years old and I'm still, or 64 years old, whatever I was at the time, and I'm still strong and I'm still doing this and I can still do that and I can still do this and I'm still going strong and I've got energy that people half my age don't demonstrate. You know, when they're flagging, I was still powering on. But actually, actually, um, that's the good that came from it. That, that you know, I'm a human. I am human, and I need to recognise that and, and look after that side of me. And I'd urge anybody else to, do, everybody else to do the same. Just, just recognise that you've got to, you need to be kind to yourself. Yeah, uh, and again, so you know, the, that this week people are they're tuning in to the lovely stuff that Kate Fisma's publishing about her resilience work and her insights and intelligence mm. around resilience. Um, and there's no better case study than someone like you for that as a subject. So that bounce back ability and, and for, for other people, they need more time to bounce back and there is no, you know, you, you bounce back quicker than me. So that means you're resilient. It doesn't work like that at all. It, it was a lovely, lovely demonstration of your ability to bounce back. And, you know, I know lately we've said, God, it was only a year ago when that happened. Can you believe it? Cause you're strutting around and you Paul Smith's during lockdown <laughs> like nothing's happened we'll come on to paul smith's in a minute for anyone who's listening who's wondering what the hell we're talking about but um i, I you know you are the epitome of the bounce back ability and the other thing that really stood out for me in that whole story in that whole piece of drama because that's exactly what it was is um the power of community so mm. we have this fantastic community of associates that again they're part of my life because they're part of your life and and they're a melting pot of really interesting 
dynamic, eclectic, inspiring humans who all have huge amounts of resilience, who all have interesting stories. But the, that's the one thing that I took away from that event was that all of these people had your back. Mm. Every single one of them could not support, inquire, and, and be there enough for whatever you wanted. I think you missed an opportunity because you just certainly didn't take enough because <laughs> you're too independent. <laughs> no, they, they, there was uh, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing, um, and I I felt I felt the love from from where I was for sure. You know, I'm uh, and the humour. There was humour, and I know that I. I instigated much of it by by being naughty and filming some of my fellow impatients uh, who, who were who were having <laughs> If anybody wants some videos, funny videos, send me a, send me a DM and I'll I'll send you some funny videos as long as you don't post them online. Um, but there was <laughs> believe me, it was like being in a zoo. The like <laughs> snoring uh, at midnight. And, the story at midnight, the, the shouting out in the middle of the night. The, the that first night I was in there, I, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I was I was so engrossed by what was going on around me. I was videoing myself and talking, giving a, a running commentary about what was going on and stuff like. That. And I, and I didn't sleep. And it, at five thirty, I think most of it's 10, 20 past five. I might have fallen asleep because I, I, I was doing something at twenty past five on my phone because it's recorded. And I and and then I and at half past five, two porters came into the ward looking for somebody who needed to go for a CT scan. And I was looking around thinking, I wonder who that is there. I wonder who that is. And they'd come for me. So and <laughs> nobody nobody told me that I was going for a CT scan or anything, but uh, yeah. That's because I'd misbehaved and not taken any notice of the please don't get out of bed by yourself and, and go to the toilet. I did, and I collapsed again. And uh, and the guy in the bed next to me said it was very impressive the crash. So, <laughs> as, as, I, so, as long as I do things impressively, I'm okay. <laughs> oh. So, and I guess so. Go go back just for a minute to that community piece, and mm. and the amount of like love bombs that were coming in to support you and and just generally be there for you and and have an interest in your life there'll be people again listening to this who there's there's been a lot going on and and there will be family members that are not quite right ill um worried suffering uh mental health challenges or genuine worry about loss of income um their support network might not be what it was just because they've been locked down or different parts of the country or whatever. Yeah. So what's, what's the words of wisdom there that you have that you could offer people? For those people who are locked down or who are struggling, then, then always remember that there is always something good you can take from any given situation you find yourself in. You have to look for it. And we often don't. We often focus on the bad things. For those people who are, um, so my friends, my colleagues, those people out there, they don't 
realize, and we never do realize, the power that is given to an individual by somebody caring for them. You know, and, um, I, and, and I, let, let me take, take you back to the one of the master arms on the Hermes again. He cared. He cared about me. He, he, he saw something in me, which I'd never seen myself. I knew I was a, I knew I was a bad boy, but I didn't see myself as lovable and being a bad boy. And that changed my whole outlook. So the fact that you're caring about somebody and, and, and trying to communicate with them and, and that, that is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I felt, I felt that that aided my recovery. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really do believe that it aided my recovery. And I say that, I say that as a person who, who, you know, came, came to the whole holistic thing late. You know, I, I was a, I was an island. I, I didn't need anybody. I could stand alone. But actually, actually, I would reverse that now and say, no, I need everybody. And I love everybody mm -hmm. that has chosen interest in, in A, what I'm doing. You don't always, don't always get an easy answer from me, but I really appreciate that interest. That, yeah, that and half the listeners will, will never have had an easy answer out of you, Mark. No, no, no. I, I understand <laughs> they that. They come back for more, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Um, that's that's all to do with upbringing, you know, and having to stand alone and keep keep my world like this. And as yeah. long as I don't, my world go outside of that, I can't get hurt, can I? Nobody can nobody can attack me if I if I keep it like that. But you know what? I I've let that I've I've expanded that over the years, and and I'm much 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 more of an open book than I ever was. Much yeah. more. And I, I'm kind of. Um... You're going to use that now because you talked about the love that people give you. And I want to just switch that around a little bit. And for anyone who is listening, I want, I want you, everyone to think about how can we then switch or turn the light, turn the spotlight so to face the other way. So the light is shining from out here on, onto us. So that self-love, we are lighting up ourselves. Mm for self-care and again it's really difficult when you've been beaten up a little bit through life and been around multiple blocks to dip in and out of of consistency in terms of self-care mm. um and i know that this has been like a a, a really meaty piece of work for you uh, in all the years I've known you, you've always been working on this and, and you do that in lots of ways. So, you know, sleeping, eating, uh, exercise, um, juicing, yoga, walking, hiking, you name it. We, you can cover all areas, health, fitness and wellness, even meditation is in there. So I wondered whether you could give our listeners some snippets of the things that really work for you. Um, I, I know you're religious about your juicing. You do that kind of like 90, 95% of the week. Yeah, yeah. 100% sometimes. Yeah. And it might be one day where you don't because you're busy or whatever. But in the main, you juice every morning. Give us a bit of an insight into that. I, I'm... <sighs> 
some years ago, and it's, it's quite a few years ago now, I, I okay, so let, let's just go to the, so in 2005, mm-hmm. 2005, I, I had some time off work. Um, there was a lot of stress. You deserted me and gone to work for me. <laughs> I was left That's another left. story, that one. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was left alone to do four people's jobs, essentially. Um, and it, it, got, it got on top of me a bit, I guess. Um, not that I recognised it, but it clearly did. And anyway, I, I, I had some time off um, with a new um, condition. Uh, they, 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 they call it what they call it. Then it's, it's, called, it's been called a number of things. But anyway, the upshot of it is the upshot of it is I started following. Um, it, it said it might be MS. It might turn into MS uh, and uh, multiple sclerosis. And I started following diets and, and things that would 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 help to heal me, even though there's no there's no there is nothing. There's, which will heal you for MS. But I, I followed things that they said would help. And that was diet uh, and exercise. But more importantly, diet was the big thing. And I followed this diet. It was, it was it'd been written by a guy called Professor Swank, spelled with an S. And, uh, and it was about cutting down on saturated fats to the bare minimum requirements, um, not eating red meats. Um, one egg a week, uh, and, and and all those all kinds of things like that. So, and and I started to understand the, the how foods were made up, uh, and what foods were going to do you know impact the diet, and what foods wouldn't. And 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 and, and my interest in nutrition went like this. It was massive. Uh, and I've got a million books. We haven't got a book about fat, only about fats, the different fats and, and long chain, medium chain, short chain triglycerides and, and how they impact the body and all that, George. That's me. I, I get a little bit, I need to understand it. That's when it all started. And, and, and from then on, my interest in nutrition and putting the right things into this machine to help it to work as best as it can, it can uh, optimally, became for a, for a time obsessive, uh, and it was. And anybody that was putting any kind of fuel into their body, which wasn't likely to impact their their ability to operate at the best, I would call up, call out. Uh, uh, nowadays, people have the choice. I, I you know, I don't, I care, but I don't articulate my care about what they put into their bodies. Um, but I still want to put what I can in, which is best. I was anal. I trust me. I was flipping absolutely anal, and you know, going out to restaurants and stuff like that. We could only go to places which were sort of vegetarian or vegan or whatever it might be. And, and I know that's increased over the years. And now you can go to just about any restaurant; and they will have a choice. But back in the day when I first started this, it was it was limited. So therefore, I wasn't much fun to be around in terms of that social aspect. I realised that being social is what I enjoy doing. Being with people is what I enjoy being around people. And them avoiding me because because they get their flipping ear tune off about what they were sticking inside of them, be it Coke or lemonade or or sausages or bacon or whatever it might be, just wasn't working. So I thought, this is my journey, 
they're on their journey. You do what you do and allow them to do what they do. If they come for, come for any sort of advice or want to chat about what I do and why I do it, then I'm happy to talk to them about that and, and, and offer my, my, my research and what I understand the benefits to be. Um, and, and, and that's worked perfectly for me anyway i'm not sure about everybody else in the world who interacts with me but for me it's worked perfectly and as i say i i you know i am I'm, I'm about the same weight now as i was when i was 22 23 24 um my my trousers size is still about the same um i still work out well i've got great energy uh and you know what it's not about it's not about having a long life it's not i don't know how long i'll live it's not about that it's just about the quality of the life I have whilst I'm having my life. And, uh, and you know, that incident last year with the, with the, the bleeding, that could be so much worse. So, so much worse. The professor who, who ultimately dealt with my care, he said, he said, you're a fit young man. He said, I said, not so young. He said, well, not, not so young. He said, but you're fit. He said, you're fit, you're as fit as somebody's 20 years, you're, you're junior. And he said, that's helped you. So mm. is there a benefit? I think so. So I just keep doing it. Mm. Uh, and I think there will be people listening who, you know, we're in December and there's a lot of mince pies around. I've got a few in my cupboard downstairs. And, and you know, they'll be thinking, oh, I don't really want to put any weight on over Christmas. And, and I want to be really clear here. We're not talking about diet diets, are we? Because I know there's that Martin loves a little bit of ice cream, so you know it's it's good to have a little bit of what you like because it it cheers yeah. us up, it makes us happy. Um, it's about the quality of the the stuff that you put in mm. more often than not. I I no, I I I went down the route of cutting all the things out of my life. I cut all those things out of my life, but it's miserable. Yeah. It was miserable, and and I don't believe in mis- misery. I think everybody should be happy in in the world. And if and if having a little bit of what you fancy makes you happy, then you can have it by yeah. all means. Just recognise what the amount you have. Mm-hmm. You don't eat ice cream every day, or half a tub every day, or whatever it might be. You know, I I don't. I'll have a glass of wine. I'll have a beer. I love I love having a beer. I love having a glass of wine. It's fantastic. I just don't drink the whole bottle. You know, and when I, when I was 19, I did, <laughs> you know, at least you had wine. I had cider. That was really bad. No, I, I, no, 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 no. I've used wine. <laughs> you know, this is, this is cider country, though. You know, I had to cut in the Wurzels, drink up the cider. That was our, that was our theme tune. Uh, so yeah diet in terms in the context of of healing and and putting the right stuff in in the bit of kit that you've been blessed with Mm -hmm. is the message there isn't it that's the takeaway holy mate you wouldn't put you wouldn't put diesel into a formula one car yeah better get a result yeah you know and and whilst whilst we're not all formula one cars you've got to put the right fuel in to get the best results out yeah I equally agree. equally and, and i know kate kate fisman has mentioned that this week sleep is so important you got you got to get your eight hours and and you know what one of the things that 
when I'm when I'm thinking about things that make me happy, when I get eight hours, I feel happy. Even though even though I feel happy when I don't get eight hours, when I do get them, I'm ecstatic. You know, I'm ecstatic. So it's important. There's there's lots of things that go towards making you happy, and and those are some of those things. Somebody emptying the dishwasher, fantastic. I love it. You know. Somebody offered to do the washing up when I've done the cooking. I love it. It makes me happy. It's a, <laughs> it's a buzz. Uh, and I think for busy people, um, especially lately, as there are potentially more households with more people in them more of the time because mm. people are restricted in terms of where they can go, I think there's, um, you know, sleep. You can get a little bit of, I'm going to stay up an hour i do this i'm going to stay up an hour later than anyone else because it means i get one hour on my own i need to satisfy the inner introversion preference because otherwise there are no hours of the day where you're on your own that you're awake and conscious Mm. um so i i get that it's really easy to creep the hours that you're awake up but actually, having been playing around with my own sleep a little bit recently, I, I would agree with you 100%. The more sleep you can get, the better you'll feel, the better decisions you'll make. Um, for anyone who's my age, and you can all guess that, um, you know, it certainly helps with clearing the old brain fog and making you feel a bit more at peace with yourselves. And I guess that's a whole other discussion in its own right, the whole sleep thing. There's lots of stuff out there. Um, the thing is, Lou, and, and I've said to you over the last few few days, actually, you, you're looking really, really good. So whatever you're doing at this moment in time, and I don't mean that that as a as that you look bad before, but you're looking healthy. You know, you've got a lovely glow to your skin, sleeping. and and you're sleeping, you're exercising. You know, and, it's, and it's, there's a regularity about it. And, and, and you, as long as you eat, sleep, and put good food inside inside you, you're going to get some good results. Yeah. And this leads me now on to our final, this is the final funniest, hottest topic of the day. And then I'm going to let you go because I know you've got things to do. So the final topic is yoga. (laughs) Yes. And um, so Martin has introduced me to a friend of his called Travis from Los Angeles, who's, um, not he's not bad so he's he's worth a google um (laughs) and um he has his own kind of style and approach towards yoga so as always martin blazing the trail finding out the latest resources that are out there he he unveils the um the the yoga experience and as a community we've got a little community going so each morning we have a yoga practice and the title of the yoga practice is 108 days. Yeah. Level up 108. Yeah. Level up 108 from LA. 108 days of yoga, uh, different styles, different, different uh, targeting, different areas of, of uh, fitness and the body, um, including meditation and pranayama, which is breathing uh, but there's, there's, there's strength, there's, there's cardio, there's uh, detox, 
there's gentle, there's um, vitality, there's, there's yin, and, and it's, just, it's just amazing. We're on day 20, uh, of that one, day 30 tomorrow, day 30 tomorrow. Um, and there's, so we're, 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 we're heavily into it, um, week five, and it's been, it's been quite revelationary, I think, um, for, in a number of different ways. Um, it's, uh, so we've got different ages. We've got, we've got people in, in, in every, every decade from 20s to 60s, which is, which is really interesting. So, um, and, and you know what? There's no, no one decade which finds it any more tougher or any easier than any of the others. It is a challenging challenging um journey that we're on but we talk before we start just sort of a little chit chat and then we have a chat afterwards just to say oh my god how horrible was that or how horrible was this or 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 i found that easier or whatever it might be and in the main over the five weeks we've been doing this uh, people have in fact no everybody has said this is getting this is getting better mm. getting better um now how, why, why do I do that? Again, it's, it's about quality of life. It really is about quality of life. My flexibility, my strength, my cardiovascular system. I, I, I was cardiovascular fit before, um, but, but you wouldn't take yoga as being something which develops strength. You wouldn't take yoga as something which develops cardio fitness. You, you would take yoga as something developing flexibility, but actually it is... If I'd have known about yoga, no, let's not say I didn't know about yoga. I did, but it was like, that's what ladies did. And that's what strange bloke might do. But, you know, people who are, who are trying to find themselves, but it wasn't for us, was it? Because we were seriously, serious athletes. But I would recommend anybody, athletes or not, um, loving sport or not, to, to give yoga a go because I think as a, as a lifestyle enhancer is really top of the tree. I've, I, I say, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. Seriously. Cool. So hopefully everybody who's listening is going to go away and, and look up. Travis Elliott. Travis, Travis Elliott. Elliott. Travis Elliott is his name, and uh, Innervision, Innervision TV, and you know it is a subscription thing. But there are stuff, there's stuff on YouTube which you can just ch- jump in on. Start light, guys, because he can be a demon. <laughs> I you not. I you not. I'm not saying much today because I'm in complete recovery from doing one of his sessions this morning. So uh, good job this won't be on camera. Um, so so we are pretty much. I've I've been around the wheel the wheel of life there mark in a in a roundabout way and i've i've forced you to go on a bit of a journey and tap into a few archives and and as i've said before we could talk for weeks on lots of really good subjects but this was about giving listeners uh, some touch points some tips some things that they could think of and reflect on um and then uh, now we've gone that full circle i want to lighten the load a little bit and i've got a few cheeky little questions from from one of your fans but i cannot reveal who this fan is so listen to this right here we go i've got a nice little uh, set of questions here 
the, this one, I thought about asking you this and I thought I'd give it a miss. How, how is he so knowledgeable and intelligent? So we'll move on from that one and we'll go straight to... Um, impeccable where did he get his impeccable dapper dress sense um so i, I you know what it's, it's an interesting one because I, I could i could tell a lot of stories but if i go back to when i was a, a, a kid growing up uh, in my teens uh when i grew up in bristol um, very very fashionable place bristol's very fashionable lots of bristolians uh, you know, sort of cutting edge in fashion, and I, I just joined in. I had no money. I had no money, and in fact, I, 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 this is a story I want to tell you. So, um, my adoptive mother's brother's son lost his arm, and uh, years, years, years older than me, uh, he lost his arm in an accident, and he had a suit made. He had a suit made, and you know, a breast pocket's usually on the left side, isn't it? Well, his breast pocket on his suit was on the right side. And, and this suit was old. And, and I said, I'll, I'll have that because some of my mates had suits and they were going downtown in the suits, uh, you know, as, as young teenagers, like 15, 14, 15. I said, oh, I'll have your suit, I'll have your suit. Anyway, he had this um, suit and his, his left arm was working, his right arm wasn't. And, he, 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 um, and the suit had been sewn up, the sleeve had been sewn up inside. It was there, but it was sewn up inside. And uh, so... He gave me the suit and I had to get the the flipping and I thought I was the, the dog's danglers. I thought I looked cool as it could be. I didn't know about a breast pocket. So I'm there with Anki in there and my mates just started to take the mickey out of me. You know, because they said, why have you got that on there? Why that's the breast pockets on the wrong side. I said, it's cool. This is cool. This is about trend setting guys. And that's where it all started. You know? <laughs> I, I got a bit that's the edge. But this was a second hand suit which was Made for a one-armed guy who, who, who was lovely, Edwin, lovely guy, but he gave me this suit because, because he was a small bloke and, and I was a young teenager, so this suit fitted me perfectly, um, apart from these things. So just growing up in Bristol and then obviously joining the military, you, you start to look after yourself a little bit differently. I had some money to spend and uh, uh, I remember being at HMS Ganges and making a few extra bob on the side, as I, as I tended to do and uh, buying a pair of Doc Martens and Stay Pressed and, and Ben Sherman shirts and, and Crombies and things like that. And, and I've just always loved clothes. I've just loved clothes for, forever. And yeah. everyone's got to love a little bit of something. Yeah. Um, so good. That'll keep that fan happy. We'll keep you guessing on who the fan is. Um, so I, we're, we're at the end we're at the end of our conversation and I know that you've got to go to, to get on with some of the things today so I do want to say thank you but before you go I just want to recap on um, the, the journey that we've been on in this space of time and it is, it's, it's a long conversation so I reckon this is going to lend itself to a lovely two part ah, episode two really? parts to listen to perhaps for the listener um so we talked at the beginning about our relationship and and some of the history behind that and where it all began we talked about the um the 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 importance of parenting and getting the balance right there and some of the 
kind of rules of thumb that you apply to parenting and and the difference in that you know the generations are changing all the time aren't they technologies are part of that and how we kind of let go a little how tight do we want to hold the rope i learned that from you and kerry once upon a time you know how much rope are you going to give them is that rope going to stay tight and sometimes it needs to and sometimes it needs to loosen up a bit um, and we went from that and we talked about your love of books and that hunger for information and knowledge and that it's not about academia. It's not about certifications. It's, it is an absolute interest in what is out there that's going to mm-hmm. set me on fire a little bit and how mentoring um, has played such a massive part in your life uh, i you were you were mentored you were um some some amazing people had that that trust and that um interest in you at a young age so you were able to go on and try out different things and have the life that you've had and now we you know these days you are and well, you have been for years and years and years, always being a go-to person for many people um, in, for many reasons, whether it's health, fitness, well-being, through to shall I learn this, shall I do this? Or it could just be picking up the phone to me on a, a funny old day where I'm having a bit of a meltdown and you're straightening me back out again. And I know you don't just do that for me, you do that for a lot of people of all ages all ages um and then we came back we, we told a few stories we came back then to that lovely concept of care so accepting and acknowledging the care that other people are really comfortable in giving giving you and how mm. you've had to go on a journey with accepting that yourself mm. and then and and saying it's okay if people love you and they want to do stuff for you, it's okay it's okay to do that and have that and then, and, and being really comfortable with saying, and actually, I need to be kinder to myself. I need to care more about myself. And I'm, I'm, there's constant reminders through our life around, you know, are we, are we loving ourselves enough here? And I know you've taught, taught me that. You've, you've held the mirror up for me a few times. Hang on, Lou, who's the only one here who's given you a hard time? Yourself. Okay, so what's that saying about you right now? So as you mentioned, there's always a little bit of tough love when you come into contact with Martin. But what I do know, hands down, is that caring for people sits at the very heart of your identity. And, I, you know, you'd have to fight a very bloody war to take that away from you. Mm. He's a teddy bear, really. <laughs> um, and and, a, and a, a teddy bear that I'm very happy and privileged to have in and around my life even if it is in a bit of lycra in the morning um so so we've been on a bit of a journey for a while and um long may it continue and i hope that anyone who's listening to this gets exactly what they came looking for indeed indeed and um you know i'd like to say thank you for for firstly um, bullying me into doing this. <laughs> Go back to bullying again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. But for for setting up, look, I think I think it's been an interesting conversation, um, and one that I most probably wouldn't have had, you know, over the 
such a, a broad spectrum of uh, items and, and topics um, necessarily uh, because these are sort of things they're sort of standalone things aren't they they can be yeah. and you have a conversation yeah. with them and go off and do what you do so to, to bring them all together has been really interesting and uh, and you, you said something about you know learning sets me on fire it, it sets me on fire it does set me on fire but equally I think the sharing of the learning sets other people on fire and if if we can do that that to me is is golden because from that you know the the, the projects we've been on the projects we've worked on have been the success they've been and the people have come back for for more of that learning so uh, it, it's 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 not just about my my fire it's about other people's fire as well yeah yeah i agree with that um i think i think it's really important as we close now to um give a bit of a shout out and a, an a, an acknowledgement to the listeners so so it doesn't matter what it is that they're embarking on or contemplating or reflecting just by the very fact that they would have listened to this or tapped into this even if it was just for 10 minutes there's something in there for everyone um, and as we mentioned in the narrative is it about your eyes shut or your eyes open so Ooh. how are we how are we turning up and showing up to receive this information that that's that's worth acknowledging and um, and the team around us so we can't do our job without an amazing team of people around us we have done our job without an amazing team of people around us and it's been blinking hard going and we've got some really funny stories where that's concerned but having amazing people with different skills and talents that support us in doing what we're doing and get excited about this sort of stuff just makes it even more worthwhile because they'll listen to this and get something and add something and um help to shape it for others so it's important to acknowledge those um for anyone who's ever been on on any one of our programs and learned something and and has still got that tucked away somewhere today and um it's important to mention the the lovely matt elliott who's in the background who does look after us um in terms of all our sound film audio and and helps to shape what good looks like when it hits the street. So thank you, Matt. And mm. thank you, Mart. I will let you go. Can I just say the final thing really for me is that, um, uh, and I said this right at the very beginning, life's not fair. Um, we all get um, lumps and bumps in life, um, but there's so many amazing things and we only have a finite amount of time on this earth to enjoy them so grab them with both hands guys when you see them look, or when you look for them you'll see them and when you see them take them under your wing and use them to your best advantage happy christmas yep happy christmas guys take care so thank you guys for joining me on this series of 12 podcasts it's been interesting fascinating and a huge learning experience for all of us involved. I really, really do hope that you enjoyed it. I am so looking forward to spending more time doing this sort of stuff in the new year. So Merry Christmas, stay safe and see you in 2021.